want to bring a title back to DC. I want to be on Broad Street on a. We want to bring a title back to DC. We want to bring a title back to DC. Welcome back to Take the Lead. I'm your host, William Kliske. And I am John O'Halloran. And we would just like to give a special shout out to the Washington Nationals. And Bryce Harper. And Bryce Harper for bringing a title (laughs) back to D.C. (laughs) The Astros uh, put up a good fight. mm -hmm. They failed. And the one thing that I really found interesting about the series is that the road team won every every single game. Just what a season by the Nationals. I mean, slow start. 1931 to May, turning around. Uh, all postseason, they were down. Yeah. And they came back when the games they trailed in. Mm-hmm. No, game seven, they were down 2 nothing. I'm like, this game's over. Then Anthony Rendon hit a home run. It was just like, psych. Yeah, I was like, all right, maybe they got a chance. And uh, how someone got on a base for out who was. Howie Kendrick came and hit a turn home run. I was like, holy crap, the Nationals are actually going to win, have a chance to win this game. Yeah. And I wish I could have watched the ending, but I had stupid work. Then they, uh, the overnight shift, curse over- of all sports games. Yep. <laughs> and they, uh, the Nationals blew it open, and I think they was either five to two or six to two. I think it was for what the final score. I think it was six to two. Yeah, I think it was six to two as well. But, you know, congratulations to the Nationals, but um, they got a big situation with uh, Stephen uh, Stephen Strasburg. Strasburg. He has a chance to opt out, and uh, if he does, I'm just double checking info here. I mean, I don't think he'll opt out. I mean, they just won the World Series. They got a good team. They got a good pitching rotation. No Max Serger, uh, Patrick Corbin, and you know, add Strasburg to that mix. Um, I definitely would not him if I was him. I would not want to leave that situation. It, well, I know it stinks about recording Saturday morning, but Strasburg has until noon to decide. Two hours, yeah, it's an hour forty-five. So we'll be done by an hour before he decides. <laughs> it's just like, ah, great, we won't have the info, but uh, but that's we'll okay. We'll find out on Tuesday. One interesting stat that I saw, of course, oh, I hit me find. with I it. Took a screenshot of it. Hit me with your best stat. The Tiger, <laughs> the Tigers, uh, <laughs> tweet out the Tigers' two thousand fourteen pitching rotation has ranks. Uh, Justin Verlander, 2017. Rick Purcell and David Price, both in 2018. Max Serger and Anibal Sanchez, both in 2019. So the pit, the Tigers' uh, five pitchers from 2014 are all World Series champions. Well, that stinks for the Tigers. <laughs> I wonder yep. what happened. <laughs> yep. But, uh, yep. Like I said, congratulations to the Nationals. Bryce Harper, even though you're freaking making millions, millions. You, br- you, you helped them bring a title back to D.C. One soda. Yep. Congratulations, Bryce Harper. Hope you enjoy that fake ring. That, all that, that and all 330 that money. mil. Yep. But I think you'll enjoy that money. Oh, yeah. But, but uh, a ring's nice. He's, punch, he's punching the air right now. Want to know why a uh, World Series ring's nice? It's jewelry you don't have to pay for. Yep. <laughs> but he has to pay for it. <laughs> but uh, also, another baseball news the uh, Mets hired Carlos Beltran as a manager. Played Welcome from, back. Paid from the 2005, 2005 2011. I like that hiring. He's a good, he was a good player. I think he'd be a good manager. But also other baseball news, this is disturbing. A former five-time LNB All-Star, Josh Hamilton, was arrested on uh, charge of an injury to a child. Oh, Jesus. I didn't hear about that. I'm sure you, if you guys watch baseball, you know a lot about this guy. You know, he was in 
Uh, he played for the uh, Tampa Bay Devil Rays at the time. Got traded to the Reds. Uh, had drug and drinking problems. Turned his career around when he went to um, the Rangers. Had a good career with them. Went to the Angels. And after that, he kind of went downhill again. Went back to uh, alcohol. Uh, after that, his career didn't last too long. Now, seeing this is real unfortunate. Like I said, this guy changed his career around. Now, he's looks like... If uh, criminal, criminal, if this does happen, he looks like he's facing jail time, which not good, not good. I mean, not good at all. No, I don't really know what to say about this, but uh, if it happens, it's too bad for him. It's an unfortunate scenario. Yep, I don't know the full story, me either. It's, it still stinks. Yeah, whenever you hear something about that with someone in the public, it's, just, it's a little heartbreaking on yep. the inside. Well, obviously, because your heart's on the inside, but you know what I mean. <laughs> My analogies are off right now. But, however, the hit me with your best stat thing I did earlier, that was pretty solid. It was a good one. It was a good one. Thank you. Um, have anything else for baseball? Oh, yes. Uh, was taking Zach Greinke out the wrong move in Game 7 because Zach Greinke was having a good, uh, a good game so far. When did they take him out? I think they took him out as soon as um, after Anthony Redone hit the home run. That made it, what, 2-2? Two, two two. to one. Two to one. Yep. I think they should let them in because if you leave him in front of the thing, you bring Car- uh, Garrett Cole and Garrett Cole probably would have shut down the uh, the Nationals and Houston would be the World Series champions right now. Mm. It's tough. Even, even with hindsight, you really don't know how Granky would have done. So I guess hindsight really isn't twenty twenty in this scenario. No, he was pitching good, but I think it was just a mistake to take him out. But what do I know? Yeah. I, I'm a freaking – I sit at home and watch the game, so clear and nothing. Yeah, and we, we just chit-chat about him <laughs> with a mic. Yep. So, other than that, do you have anything uh, baseball-related? Definitely for baseball news. All right. So, we will be short on baseball news up until baseball season again, pretty much. Mm-hmm. But whenever there is something, we will be checking for every episode. If there's anything big, we definitely will talk about it. So, we won't forget about you, baseball. Nope. But we'll see you in, like, 140 days or something for mm-hmm. opening day or however long it is. So... Want to move on to the NBA? Yes. All right, so let's start off. Steph Curry. He broke his hand, had surgery, and is now out for three months. And now Draymond Green, Green, yeah, Draymond Green has an index finger injury that could potentially be ligament damage, so he could be out for a period of time. And, John, you took a screenshot of what, the Warriors starting five looked like without Steph Curry in it. So just read off these names for me. Well, last year, this was a lineup. It was uh, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant, Jamon Green, and uh, Damian Jones. Now this year, oh this is boy. crazy. I'm scared. D'Angelo Russell, uh, Jordan uh, Poli, or Pole, don't know who the hell he is. Glenn <laughs> Robinson the third. Jamon Green, like Will said, he might be out if he is. I don't know who he's going to throw He's going to be there. at least it's out for... The next uh, game, really, uh, Collie Stein, Willie Collie Stein, my guy. This take Draymond Green out. This is a freaking. I don't know what this kind of roster this is. This is the last place team. They're one and four now. I think that's what the record is, right? One and four. Yeah, I think they've won one game. Yeah, but, uh, they're lackluster this year. <laughs> so much for my pick about them making the playoffs. We're already I mean, this, wrong. This team, I mean. Just years, not from 2015 to 2019, they were dominating. They were in the finals every year. They were blowing teams away. Yeah. Now it seems like the uh, Dominus Warriors could be over. 
Yeah. Or maybe not the dynasty, but it's definitely a road bump. Because yeah, I, I don't know what the contract situation is, but if they have a healthy Steph, Clay, and Draymond at least next season, I the, think yeah, they they'll be, be right back where they are with a whole off season to prepare again. So I think it's just a road bump depending on contract situations because I honestly don't know where they're at. Me either. So, but uh, nothing should said. Kendrick Nunn is the first player with 100 points in his first five career games since Kevin Durant in 2007 and 2008. That's pretty uh, solid. He had 113. Durant was drafted second overall in 2007. Nunn was undrafted. Wow. So that's interesting. Kendrick Nunn. Keep next that Kevin, keep that name in the back of your head. Next Kevin Durant. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Maybe. You never know. But, however, I do want to bring a topic that I wanted to talk to you about. Houston. Houston Pelicans game on, it says last Saturday, so it was like a week ago. Mm-hmm. Um, a fan just straight punched the New Orleans Pelicans assistant coach, Joy Boylan, in the face. Why? I don't know. But there's a very grainy video of him doing it, and he, like, leveled him. He did? Yeah. But 38-year-old Manuel Garcia, misdemeanor assault over the alleged incident. Must be a Rockets man. Oh, yeah. He was wearing a red shirt, and I think it was in Houston. Yep. And plus he punched a Pelicans coach, so. Idiot. But the Rockets have already banned him for life. Good. So. What are your thoughts on the punishment? Do you think it's enough? Oh, it's right. No, it's definitely wrong. Ban him from ban him from all state, uh, all basketball games. Yeah, true. I mean, yeah, just like the MLB did with the two girls who flashed. <laughs> That's true. His is even his, his is way worse. way worse. What's wrong with little nudity? Nothing. When it's off the field. <laughs> Nothing. It's the problem when it's on the field. Yep. With streakers and whatnot. But yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, they definitely should ban him from uh, other games throughout the league. Yeah, but standings wise, we still have an undefeated team, the Seventy Sixers. They haven't lost yet. They're four zero. They're four zero. Yep. I picked them to the. Uh, I think I picked them to be the second seed, which, which, the Celtics second play. or third. I think I had them. I had them as second. Celtics is third. I know six. The Sixers team is good. You know, uh, Ben Simmons. They got uh, Josh Richardson, uh, Joel Embiid, who's gonna be suspended for uh, wrestling. Carl uh, Anthony Towns. Oh uh, yeah, that was Harris, awesome. Uh, Al Horford. I don't. Th- I, think I think I did say Al Horford. But you know, the Sixers team is good. Uh, they're gonna be a contender this year. Oh yeah. Uh, you said the four zero tonight. They play. They play Portland tonight. They're in Portland. Oh, that's gonna be a good game. Yeah, Portland's a good game. A good team. I got. I'm gonna give it to Portland. You. you I will? don't know why. They're three and two right now. So why not? They could use a win. Toss one their way. <laughs> Spread the love. But um, yeah, but that fight between uh, Joel and B. That was insane. Tapped out. Mm-hmm. Carl Anthony Towns. You tapped out. 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 I was waiting for you to join, but you're taking a sip. So I, didn't, I just didn't want to keep going. Do you think the Celtics are legit contenders? Yes. Me too, but the only thing that's hurting them is they don't have a big man. Yeah, Enos Cantor, he'll come back. Yeah, but I, 
I, they they need a true big man because, like I said, you're going up against a guy like Jerome Embiid. For the Sixers, you can throw in Al Horford. Everyone on the Sixers starting lineup is taller than six six. Yeah, and six six is the like small forward, yep. and then everyone else is like six ten and above. Then you can throw Tyrus Harris in there. Then uh, Giannis. Then um, it's a big league. It's a big league that the Celtics aren't matched for. Look but I still w- think they're a serious contender. Yeah, look out in the West when they bat. Well, even though this is East, but when the Celtics battle teams in the West, you know Anthony Davis going up against uh, even Carl Anthony Towns. The Celtics they're already contender, but the thing that worries me they just don't have a big man. Losing Al Horford said it last podcast. I think they'll definitely make a move by the end of the season for a big man. And I think it's going to be after Trey Gordon Haywood, unfortunately. Mm, I disagree. We'll get some. Run out of the mill, big man who's cost like veterans minimum. Well, then you got three guys from the same position. You got to do something. Just have them play the two through four. If I was a Celtics, I would have traded um, Jalen uh, Brown. Brown during the off season. For what, big man? Yeah. For who? Uh, Miles Turner. I'd rather have Jalen Brown. They need a big man. I mean. They got Enos Cantor. Yeah, He's but just that, hurt right now. Yeah, but they got that. I Enos Cantor can't stop. Um, Enos Cantor can do anything. He can't stop Giannis. He can't hey, doll drill and beat. Don't insult the former twenty four seven champion. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, great, well, Celtics are definitely contenders. Um, they've been playing well. They just beat the Bucks two nights ago. Hey, and you can't forget about Taco Fall. Taco Fall, uh, nine foot, uh, six foot. 100 feet tall, whatever he is. 7'6". Seven, 7'6". Six. Seven, six. And, and the new guy, Grant Williams. How tall is he? Was he 6'11"? I'm ch- I'm checking right now. Oh, my God. I hate how this layout is. So, Taco Falls, 7'5". Enos Cantor, 6'10". Vincent Poirier, 7 feet. Daniel Tice. That's weird. I, I didn't know Daniel Tice and Jason Tatum were the same height. What height? 6'8". Uh, where are you? Grant Williams, he's 6'6". Six, six. Uh, oh, Robert, six, we still six. got Robert Williams. He's about third. seven feet, right? He's 6'8". Grant Williams oh. is 6'6"? Six, six? Oh, I don't know how I feel about that. Look at his throat tattoo. Does this say love? I don't know. It's like an L and then like a messed up heart. Uh, it looks like it's been like shattered. It's cracking. And an E. But I don't know how I feel about that. How do you feel about that throat tattoo? I don't like tattoos. Throat tattoos are weird. The way I view it, right? I know it doesn't really matter. You can do whatever you want. It's your body. body. But the way I view tattoos is I honestly don't have any. Mm -hmm. But I would never get any that would be visible if I was wearing a long sleeve shirt and a pair of jeans. Mm -hmm. So, like, I would stop at the wrist and stop chest. Yeah. But that's if I ever got tattoos. We'll see if that day ever comes. Did I break any other NBA stuff? I know my handwriting is bad. No, it's fine. We talked about the fight. We talked about Warriors. Oh, your outstandings. Oh yes. Yeah. yeah really there's one thing. That's fine. There's one one team in the East that was really shocking to me right now. Still, the Raptors. What are they? Four and one They're without and one. Kawhi. Did you? Hot start for the defending champs. The first loss was against the Celtics. Yeah. I like that. Me too. Good hope for us. No, still good. Uh, Marcus Saul, Serge Ibaka. Yeah, they uh, have a solid team. Uh, Kyle Lowry. Uh, Pasal, Pasal Sakam. I definitely said that wrong. 
Any chance they make it back to the Eastern Conference Finals this year? Uh, no. You don't I think so? I see them in the second round. Second round? Oh, yeah, I but again, the East is weak, so I definitely could see them getting back. But it's going to be tough. Yeah, I agree. And then move to the West a little bit. Let's see who what we got over here. Yeah, the shocking one is obviously the Warriors. They're one and four, three games out already. And the Suns three and two. They have over five hundred record. Suns are three and two. Yeah, and then uh, other teams are right where we thought they'd be. Lakers. Spurs are four and one, and I have them out of my playoff picture, so I, I missed the ball there. Sorry, I didn't add them either. I completely forgot about them. But uh, yeah, the Spurs, I didn't forget about them. I had them, and then I just like I just forgot about. Them. I just booted them out. You no, know, but I'm, then uh, like Lakers, starting, Spurs, Timberwolves, all have one yep. loss. Then the Jazz, Clippers, Nuggets, Rockets, Mavericks, Trailblazers, and Suns have two losses, so they're all in the um, same boat. Uh, Spurs, Demar Derozan, who's always puts up good numbers. Uh, Lamarcus, uh, Aldridge. Aldridge uh, Rudy Gay. Uh, Don- <laughs> Why'd you emphasize that? <laughs> sorry, if it, sorry if I offended anybody. Uh, I'm gonna botch <laughs> this guy's name. Uh, Dejounte Murray definitely box botch that. And Derek White. Spurs. They're not a bad team. Yeah, I just looked at his screen. I have no idea how to pronounce that. Yeah, uh, Spurs. Um, they'll be there towards the end of the season. We definitely need a monitor for like right there. Yes. That'd be dope. I have one. Um, actually bring it over. But um, anything else from basketball? I'm just trying to think of the Spurs coach name. Uh, Greg Popovich. Greg Popovich. Yep, great coach. You definitely get the Spurs Solid back there coach. again. And, uh, really should never count him out. No. And also got the scores from the NBA last night. Probably okay. should recap that. All right. Let's hear them. Uh, Lakers and um, Mavericks played a great game. Uh, LeBron James, 39 points, uh, 12 rebounds, 16 assists. Wow. Uh, he's still a GOAT. Don't care what anybody says. And, uh, also, <laughs> Michael uh, Jordan. Hey, I'll quit this podcast right now. <laughs> Will <kidding>. you? <laughs> no way. Like like uh, Bobby never uploaded their episode. Bobby, Brad, and Jake, they quit their podcast apparently. They already quit their podcast. I don't think they quit. They just... Bobby said they recorded on Thursday, but they never uploaded, so... Just waiting for that. I like listening to it, and I just don't know where it is. Oh, hold on. Uh, I should have. Where is it? I knew I should have had this down. I didn't. But uh, Lukic, Lukic Donich also had 30 points last night. Uh, great uh, game by both teams. The Celtics. Jason Tatum hit a uh, game winner. A game winner with 1.3 uh, seconds, seconds left. They won 104 to 102. Kemba Walker, thank you. I love you. 33 points, 67, 5 assists. You're better than Kyrie. I'm going to say that every damn podcast. The uh, Nets outlast the Rockets, 123 to 116. Boo. Uh, on Prince, 27 points, uh, 12 rebounds. Then the Geek, the Geek, the Greek, Greek Freak. Uh, this is like. I feel like that's like the first major blowout for the Bucks this year. Yep, uh, absolutely steamrolled the Magic one twenty three to ninety one. He had uh, twenty nine points, fourteen pounds, and six assists. The um, Kings finally win the first game. They were zero five before uh, last night's game. They're sitting at one five now. They beat the Jazz one hundred one, one hundred two, one hundred one. Uh, Darian Fox twenty five points, five rebounds, four assists. And the Spurs absolutely. St- Blow past the, uh, I don't know what you can call the Warriors now. 
Oh, so uh, one twenty-seven to one ten. Patty Mills haven't heard his name forever. Thirty-one <laughs> points, three rebounds. The um, Pacers beat the uh, Cavaliers one hundred two to ninety-five. Malcolm uh, Bragdon twenty-five points, eight rebounds, six assists. The uh, Bulls beat the uh, Pistons one twelve to one hundred six. Otto Porter Jr. twenty-two. Uh, points, six rebounds, four assists. It's, and, um, it's good seeing Derrick Rose still get love in Chicago. I'm about to say that. Even wearing a Detroit Pistons No, that's jersey. awesome. I don't know if you guys saw that, but uh, he went on the floor last night, and they started chanting MVP, MVP, started chanting his name. He made it a basket, and they cheered. They obviously still love him. Respect. Um, I love crowds like that. Yeah. They uh, they obviously still got love for him, which is amazing, because they, they, they could have booed him. Yeah. But they still got love for that guy. So respect to the Chicago Bulls crowd. Yep. So I texted Bobby where Thursday episode was. He said, still a draft. So I responded saying, upload that shite. We shooting shots on our pod. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for a response to that. But we'll keep you updated. So before we go to our break and talk about football, John, hit us with your hockey minute. Let's see. Hold on, I'm going to time you on here. I'll let you know when to start. Let me upload that timer. No, I want stopwatch. All right, ready? Yep. Three, two, one, go. The Flyers beat the Devils, the Struggling Devils, in overtime, four to th- uh, four to three. The Islanders uh, beat the Lightning, five to two. Capitals roll over the Sabres, six to one. Hurricanes blow past the Red Wings, seven to three. Uh, NHL standings: the uh, Metropolitan. The Capitals are 10-2-3 at 23 points. In the Atlantic, the Bruins are 9-1-2 at 20 points. Out to the Western, the Blues are 8-3-3 at 19 points. In the Pacific, the Oilers are 9-4-1. And, and that's definitely not a minute. 31.03 seconds. That's almost there. Yeah, that's all good. We'll get there one of these days. <laughs> one of these days. Oh, whatever. So, we'll be right back. Bah. And we're back. So, John, your Eagles, they missed an opportunity to acquire Josh Gordon after the Patriots cut ties with before, them. Before I get to this, the Eagles had a chance to get Darius Slay, cornerback in the Lions. Nah, we ain't doing that. We need help in secondary. We don't need that. They had a chance to get Robbie Anderson from the Jets. We need a wide receiver. Deshaun Jackson hasn't played since week one. Nah, we'll, we'll be fine. The Eagles, uh, it depended with the waiver claim. It goes a uh, draft door. So Eagles are at 15, Seahawks are 28. Eagles. Oh, Josh Gordon, deep threat. We can do deep threats on one team. Yeah, we don't need him either. <laughs> yeah. So uh, now the Seahawks. <laughs> they had higher priorities that we don't know about. Yep. Now the Seahawks have, uh, you're actually. Adam, Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett, Josh Gordon, and um, DK Metcalf. Yep. You're giving Russell weapons. Uh, you're giving Russell Wilson weapons. Yeah, more so than he already had. Mm-hmm. So as long as Gordon can stay healthy. He's yes. gonna be a solid. I hope he can stay healthy. Team. You know, this is this. I think it's gonna be a good situation for him. And there's your minute on your vlog, of you ranting about your Eagles. Freaking Eagles. <laughs> so, do you think? What do you think's gonna? Um, what's the phrase I'm looking for? Do you think it's going to affect the Seahawks more positively than it will affect the Patriots negatively without having well, Josh Gordon? I did hear the reason, one of the reasons why the Patriots did release Josh Gordon was because um, his play. Yeah. But I don't think it affects the Seahawks at all. This is going to help the Seahawks because, again, Russell Wilson before that really had no one. Right. And the Seahawks, they're fighting, for the, uh, fight, fighting the uh, 49ers for first place. 
you know, 49ers are at o, uh, 8 and 0. I think the Seahawks are 5 and 2. Yeah. It would make sense. They're 5 and 2. This definitely give the uh, edge to the Seahawks, but I just hope it works out for him. It's, it's really interesting Interesting why the Patriots uh, cut ties with him. That I was not coming out why they did. You know, if they didn't put him on uh, IR and put him on waivers, he could have been on the field tomorrow, but. I think the Patriots be fine, but this will uh, work out well for the Seahawks. Yeah, and uh, they're six and two. Not five they're and six two, and two, and five and two. How do you feel? I feel that Tom Brady won't even notice a difference with no. Josh Gordon there because Josh Gordon's stats when he was a member of the Patriots, he played seventeen games, had uh, sixty receptions, just over a thousand yards, and four touchdowns. That's not that good. So he can get that with Phil Dorsett. Yes. Who's underrated beast. Yes. And according to the McCordy twins, has a really good singing voice. Josh Gordon? Philip Dorsett. Philip Dorsett? PD13. <laughs> I got to listen to him. Listen to the McCordy twins podcast. Check out double coverage on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, where we get your si- podcast from and on YouTube. They support sickle cell. And they don't support it. They, they uh, try to fight sickle cell disease. Yeah. And no, if you guys listen to him, partner with Boston Hospital. If you guys listen to the McCordy Twins podcast, go to their Twitter and their Instagram and tell them to listen to Take the Lead. Yeah, spam them. All ten of you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Bengals, they are benched fi- Andy Dalton. They're finally moving on from Andy Dalton. Is this Ryan- a smart move for the Bengals? Um, I think so. I think Andy Dalton really was never the answer in... um. Cincinnati. You know, uh, well, yeah, this year's out. He's having a good season. He has 2,252 uh, passing yards, nine touchdowns. But you really can't blame Andy Dalton. He has really no one to throw to. Yeah, he really doesn't. Adrian Except Green. AJ Green. But he's been, I think he's been out all season. But uh, Ryan Finley uh, was drafted in the uh, fourth round, uh, pick 104, played for Boise State and NC State in college. Uh, it's like there's a new era in Cincinnati. You know, hopefully Ryan Finley can get the Bengals a first win. Watch him rattle off eight straight wins. That'd be hilarious. But I don't think it's going to happen. Definitely yet. not because they're going to try to get that first pick. They're going to get a Tua. Or at least they're going to try to get Miami to not get Tua. Yeah, but Whoever gets the first pick. Definitely a crazy situation in um, Cincinnati. Not only Cincinnati. Denver, too. Denver. Joe Flacco reportedly will be placed on injury reserve ending his 2019 season after a neck injury. Um, it's like another team that's rebuilding. They've been rebuilding after they won the Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl 50. Um, I don't know who the... Oh, crap. What I was going to say. But two teams moving on from their quarterbacks. What are your thoughts on that? Smart. Well, it, the Broncos had no other choice. But. Yeah, because Joe Flacco was, no th- he was really never a good quarterback, in my opinion. Yeah, he was average. He was like Eli Manning-esque. Yes. So. But uh, Ryan Finley, you're getting your chance to shine. Um, hopefully you can get a couple wins for the Bengals, but like we said, uh, I don't think that's going to happen. They're trying to get the number one pick. Yeah, but um, also... Going back to the Patriots again. The defense, phenomenal. Yes. Reports coming out. 
that it's apparently Bill Belichick's son, Steve, who's been calling the plays for the Patriots' defense. So I want to ask you this. When, whenever Bill Belichick decides to retire, is the Steve is Steve Belichick going to become the new Patriots head coach? It, to be honest, it's either going to be him or Josh McDaniels. Both would be solid. Yes. Co-head coaches. <laughs> I, I First time ever. I'm just kidding. But. <laughs> it's, I think it's going to be more than two when he decides to leave. Yeah. And also, uh, no, he's uh, – sorry, I was going to jump to something else, but uh, – no, his son's been doing great calling plays. His defense has been tremendous all season. The defense has been phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, just what they've been able to do. Multi-turnover games mm-hmm. almost every single game, yep. if not all the games so far. If I'm the Patriots, I'll definitely have this guy continue to call plays the rest of the season. Yeah, he's definitely doing something right. Bill Belichick, great defensive mind in his mm-hmm. own right. Definitely basically pawned off all the info to Steve, probably. And uh, also through DNA. <laughs> <laughs> Another interesting about Bill Belichick, he has let, allowed a QB to rush for 100 yards in a single game in his coaching career. Career, wow! So, Lamar Jackson. That's Don't that's use those wheels. No, that's, that's not going to work. That's something we can talk about when we uh, recap our when we talk about the games. Picks you up. So, last thing that we have listed here: Jimmy Garoppolo. The 49ers played on Thursday. Mm-hmm. One twenty-eight to twenty-five against Arizona, as we both predicted off-air. Is he a top QB? Not yet. No. Why I not? I don't think so. Undefeated. Yeah, I, I know. I just, I, I think he's a good quarterback. He's not great. Expand while I load up. He something. really hasn't. Um, you know, had. Uh, yeah, he's eight and zero, which is amazing. You know, last year. Or two years ago when he took over, he won, uh, I think they were 0-8 when I, he took over. But I just don't think he's a top quarterback in the lead. He, he's good. He's not great. But I think he will get there. Um, Can, can I interrupt you for a second? Mm-hmm. I would just like to wish a happy birthday to said Jimmy Garoppolo. It's November 2nd is his birthday. He's turning 28 years old today. 28. So happy birthday, Jimmy G. I right, continue. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's having a good season. One thousand eight hundred six passing yards. Uh, you beat me to his stats. I did. Yeah. Thirteen touchdowns to seven receptions and a QD rating of sixty eight point six. At seventh in the league. Um, I, know, I just he did have a good game on Monday. His QB rating was, I mean Thursday. His uh, QB rating was ninety two point one. His completions was seventy uh, seventy five point seven percent. Passing yards three hundred seventeen and four touchdowns. I mean, I know. How do you feel? Do you think he's a top quarterback? I think so, as at least at this day and age. Yeah, it's just like so. They're eight and zero. Yeah. How can you really? They're also winning it? those games because they uh, they got a really good defense. But then again, they're blowing teams out. Yeah, uh, I think Jimmy G is just a good fit for the organization. Yes. So I think that's why. I th- I think he's an elite quarterback for the organization, especially after learning under Tom Brady for three years. Mm-hmm. So I just think it's a good fit. And George Kittle, my boy, was wearing custom-made uh, Pentagon Junior cleats. Well, he was? Yeah. Do you want to see him real quick? Yeah. Uh, let's see if I can find a picture of it real quick. But the, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I just... I think Jimmy Garoppolo uh, originally will get there eventually. Definitely. You know, I'm just looking at some of the stats against the Panthers. He was. Those are the cleats. Oh, those are dope. 
I like those. Me too. They're so amazing. You no, know, against Panthers, he was 18 for 275 yards. I'm uh, going to post them on our Instagram page right now if you want to look at them. Sorry for cutting you off. That's all right. No, against the uh, Washington, 151 yards, but that game was 9 to nothing because of rain. No, against the Rams, he was uh, 24 for 33, 243 yards. Uh, against the Browns, he was uh, 20 for 2981 yards. I, def- I definitely think he is a uh, he's a great quarterback, but I think he'll get there eventually for being a good quarter, a decent quarterback. I just have no what the hell I'm talking about anymore. Yeah. So, John. Yes. Do they make the Super Bowl? The 49ers? Uh, it's going to be tough. I mean, I know people say, oh, they played no one so far. Yeah, they played no one so far, but they're blowing teams out. But I think they got a big uh, game coming against the Seahawks on uh, November 11th. They're playing the. Uh, 49ers, I think I said that. Yeah. Um, that's going to be a tough task for the uh, 49ers, but I re- I do think they will get to the – obviously, they'll get to the playoffs. I don't know about the Super Bowl. Because next they got up uh, – they got this um, – at the 49ers. <laughs> they, yeah, they're playing themselves. They got the 49ers coming up. They got the um, Seahawks. They got the Cardinals again. They got um, – come on, change, baby. Oh, they got the Packers. That's going to be tough. Then uh, December 1st, it won't change. They got Baltimore. That's going to be a tough game. December 8th, they got the Saints. That's another tough game. December 15th, they got the Falcons. That should be easy. December 22nd, they got the Rams. December 29th, they got the Seahawks again. So that's four or five games right there. That's pretty tough. I see them finishing off 12-4. and four. Yeah, that seems realistic to me. So is it time that we move into our picks? Yes. All righty. So, updated score. I am currently beating John 64 and 38 to 62 and 40. It's still a very close one. Yes. So, John, mm-hmm. just tell me a game you're looking forward to this week while I finish this Instagram post about George Kittle's cleats. Uh, Eagles and uh, being biased, Eagles and um, Bears rematch from the Wild Card game last year. And also, I'm going to add another one. Patriots and uh, Ravens. The Patriots are finally playing a good offense. Patriots haven't played a good offense all season. Now they're playing an offense that uh, features a really good quarterback, Lamar Jackson, and um, a good running back, and um, Mark Ingram. What about you? Um, Patriots game, obviously. Yep. But as you said earlier, because the Patriots or Belichick hasn't allowed a quarterback to run a allowed uh, allowed a quarterback to rush for a hundred yards in his entire career. Yeah. it'll definitely be an interesting thing to see if they give up more than a hundred yards rushing to the quarterback. So let's jump to these games. We gotta load up the pictures. I didn't trying a different approach here. So ooh, Texans Jaguars. Who do you got? Game starts at 9.30 in the morning. I got the Texans in this one. Um, it's going to be tough not having J.J. Watt in this uh, for the rest of the season for the um, Texans. Also, they did trade Javon Clowney on the offseason, but I think they're just a better team than the um, Jaguars. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm just seeing something real quick with the Jaguars. Is Nick Foles back yet? No. He no. comes back like week, uh, you know, next week, week after. 
I because Nick Foles is not back, I am also going with the Texans. So John, mm-hmm. your Eagles face the Bears. The Bears. Who do you got? I'm and taking the Eagles in this one. Ooh. Uh, okay. Eagles are getting players back uh, that they have not had all season. Uh, rumors of Sean Jackson's coming back, which uh, can help them spread their offense, even though he is still going to be limited and still um, cautious about his injury. If he comes back, I'm definitely giving the upper hand to the Eagles in this game. Yeah, the uh, Bears got a monster on their uh, defense in Cleo Mack. But uh, Mitchell Trubisky this season, 1,000. Uh, 1,092 passing yards, uh, five touchdowns or three interceptions. That's not really good at all. No, nope, I think not the at Eagles all. front seven get on him, get pressure on him. Uh, Eagles played last week against a really good defense. They're facing two defenses good back to back. After last week, it seems the Eagles were clicking. They need to run the ball uh, since the running backs played great last week. So I'm taking the Eagles in this one. Yeah, I really couldn't have <laughs> said it better myself. So. I'm also picking the Eagles. So, Vikings-Chiefs. I'll tell you, I'm picking the Chiefs. Uh, explain to me. Why? Yep. Because. Oh, wait, hold on. I forgot. I forgot about the whole Patrick Mahomes thing. Give me a second. Patrick Mahomey. Mahome boy. They're leaving the door open for him. He's questionable. Oh, he's questionable? NFL.com, 18 hours ago. Chiefs QB, Mahomes questionable versus Vikings. So you know what? Since he's questionable, I'm picking the Chiefs. Strong comeback game from Mahomes. Tyree Kill, Sammy Watkins, all that jazz. Chiefs. Um, I want to be different. I'm going to go with the Vikings in this one. Okay. Uh, You know... The Probably Chiefs a smart have, pick, but... Yeah, the Chiefs, they have not been a good... Home. They have not been... Uh, good at home this season. They lost to the um, the uh, the Colts in Week Six, nineteen to thirteen. Then they lost to the um, I mean Week Five started. Then they lost to the Texans in Week Six. That's back to back losses. They lost uh, thirty uh, one to uh, thirty one twenty four. Then they lost to the Packers on Sunday Night Football, thirty one twenty four. Um, the Vikings have been playing good all season. Uh, the Chiefs defense isn't good. Uh, Kirk Cousins has been having off and on games this year. I think he's gonna have an on game tomorrow. If Patrick Holmes doesn't play, I'm taking the Vikings. And if the Patrick Holmes does play, I'm a dumb dumb because the Chiefs will probably win. <laughs> but I'm taking but it's all here, the Vikings Queens in this one. All right, so Colts, Steelers, Brad, Brad, you're listening, buddy. Listen real close, my good pal, my good friend, my brother's roommate. I'm taking the Colts in this one for Brad, for Brad, for Brad Harmon. I'm taking the Colts too. If you want to get clapped on Madden, you know where to find him. Listen to BB and J Sports and find this game or tag because I don't know enough the top of my head. I think it's like B Harmon yeah, 58 or something. In the uh, like no Colts are. But in reality, you're probably clap his ass because he doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> because according to Bobby, he doesn't have a phone, a laptop. So in that scenario, you might not even have an Xbox. So you, you'll just win by default. But the That's uh, all. PSA over. The um. Uh, even though they're playing the Steelers, the Colts could be in trouble. They do not have T.Y. Hilton. They're going to miss T.Y. Hilton multiple. Uh, well, they won't have him for multiple weeks. But again, this is the Steelers. They uh, got a. Th- I don't know if uh, the third string is playing anymore. Uh, Ducky boy, Daniel Ducky, whatever his name was. Ducky, Ducky, quack, quack. Um, the Steelers. They're just, they've been struggling all season, not having Big Ben. I don't know what Juju's been doing all season. 
having a second, third string uh, quarterbacks play. But the Colts all season have been good. They've just been doing the opposite of what you predict every time. Yes, and I've taken. Uh, I am going to take the Colts going into uh, Pittsburgh and stealing a W. I'm taking the Colts as well, for the reason that. Ready for this one? Mm-hmm. Drum roll, please. That whenever I pick them now, they win. The beginning of the year was not like that scenario, but they've been on a streak for if I pick them, they win. If I don't, they lose. So, Brad, your Colts are giving us luck again in these picks. Yes. So I'm going with the Colts again. And now we have a very important battle between division rivals, division conglomerates, we got the Jets versus the Dolphins. <laughs> got you hyped up for that one. <laughs> no brainer, the Dolphins, they're they're um gonna lose. They're losing, they're tanking, then with the number one pick. Uh, you know, like two, three weeks ago where I was against the Redskins when they literally could have won the game, but they went for two and the guy dropped the ball. Um, that was the dumbest play in the history of plays. Then Even last worse week, than that Colts play. Last week they were four t- either fourteen to nothing against the um against the Steelers. They blew that one. Yeah, I'm taking the Jets in this one. Alrighty, let's see who we got next up because I accidentally left my phone. Let's da, 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 da. we got the Redskins versus the Bills. There's blood in the water in this game. The Washington Redskins are giving uh, Dwayne Haskins his first start ever against a really good Bills defense. But then again, thought he started earlier. No. Then again, no, he uh, he didn't start. But okay, I'm begging. Like I said, blood in the water. The Sharks can smell the blood. They're gonna go after the blood. The Bills defense will uh, rebound after last week after getting embarrassed at home versus the Eagles. Uh, Dwayne Haskins' stats are not good this year. I'm pretty sure he's... Zero touchdowns, four interceptions, four 140 interceptions. yards. And uh, it's going to continue in this... two games. It's going to continue uh, Going to continue as well. No, the Redskins, they're another team that really doesn't care how their season finishes, and I'm taking the Bills in this one, and the Bills will get the sixth one of the season, improving to 6-2. and two. Yeah, I'm also going with the Bills just because the Redskins, they're another team that... I think this church is going to rebuild and will want a high pick in the draft. So, Titans-Panthers. After last week, after I picked the um, Panthers, just shocked the Ford and Irish. There's 51 reasons why I was wrong. But uh, Kyle Allen this season, I think he's 5-1 uh, as a starter. Or 4-1 and one as a starter. But uh, they're playing a struggling Titans team. I think Ryan Tannehill is still their uh, starting quarterback. Um, no, both of these teams right now are not good at all. Well, I mean, the Panthers are, but Panthers really put no one good. Uh, they got an easy test right here. I think the um, Panthers will ba- bounce back. I think um, Kyle Allen will have a good game versus this defense. So I am taking the Panthers over the Titans. I taking the Titans. You are? For the sole fact that since 
uh, Tannehill has took a, took taken over. I can't speak words today. Has taken over as the Titans QB. Hasn't lost yet. True. So I think they're just going to continue that momentum. And Kyle Allen, as good as he's been this year, he's been a little bit. He's been cooling yeah, down he's a little off bit. Off and on, yeah. So Titans. That's that quick answer. So John. Why do I keep blocking my phone? Jesus. Hey, Zeus. Lions, Raiders. I am taking Lions in this game. Matthew Stafford's having a career year. Uh, his pass yards is pass yard attempts is 8.4. That's first. His pass yards per game is uh, 299.0. That's third. His touchdown radio to interceptions is 16 to 4. That's first. His passer rating is 105.3. That's first, even though they um their defense is not good. Uh, I just think Matthew Stafford's going to continue to play uh, the way he is, and I'm giving the win to the Lions. Uh, I'm just impressed how he's been playing this year with such little around him. Yeah. Lions Raiders. Even though the Raiders are they were hard good hmm. week, last week. Who'd you pick again? I took the Lions. You know what? I'll be different. I'm going to pick the Raiders. All right. Because at the beginning of the year, they had the whole Antonio Brown thing. So everyone kind of like didn't really look at them fully yeah. as a contender. But they've been surprisingly decent in comparison to what teams thought they'd be without Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. So we'll just give an upset victory to the Raiders here. All right. Next up, we got... Seahawks with a newly acquired Josh Gordon versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I I'm taking the Seahawks in this one. You know, it's adding Josh Gordon to the mix mix with uh Ty Lockett and uh D uh DK Metcalf. Uh then you look at the um the Bucks. They've just been a dumpster fire all season. You know, uh James Winston will have games when he's on fire. The next week he's throwing four or five interceptions, and he's back to being on fire and throwing interceptions like it's left and right. Um, I definitely think the Seahawks are just going to actually steamroll over the uh, Bucks in this one. Um, Seahawks been showing all season why they're a good team. No, Russ Wilson's been tremendous all season. He's probably going to be the MVP in my opinion yeah. uh, come season end. And he's going to continue his uh, play against a struggling Tampa Bay team that does not have a good defense. Yeah, so Seahawks. Yep. Yeah, I really can't say it any better myself. Seahawks are going to move to seven and two. Simple seven as that. Seven and two. Packers, Chargers. Sunday night football. That's a Sunday football game. No, it's it's a evening game. It's four. Oh, the Patriots. The Sunday football game. Yeah, I just wanted to say Sunday night football. Um, I'm going to take the Packers in this one. No, M. Rogers and playing. I hate you. I was gonna do the same thing. M. Rogers playing good all season. Um, then you look at the Chargers. I don't know what's going on with them. I picked them to go to the playoffs, and obviously they're not getting there. They're not going to be there. Um, Packers are the, one of the best teams in the NFL. Sitting at seven and one. I am taking the Packers. Move yeah. to eight and one. I'm taking the Packers too. They've just been phenomenal this year. And Bobby, pin the tweet. Again, we're talking crap about Bobby. Your Packers don't make in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk crap until you upload your Thursday episode. It's Saturday, FYI. Bobby, you are wrong, Abra. Abra. 
So, we're moving on. Browns, Broncos. But before you make Ooh. a pick, I want to tell you. I want to let you know that my guy, Drew Locke. He's getting the start? And he's not getting the start. No. The guy you mentioned before, Brandon Allen, I think his name was, mm-hmm. getting the start. But Drew Locke could be coming off IR. He's healed. And after the Week 10 bye, he might be the starter. Ooh. So the, we'll see. Drew Locke, keep an eye out for number three. I'm telling um, you. The Browns. Two and five versus the two and six Broncos. This can, is can I make my pick first? Yeah. All right. So I'm picking the Browns for the simple solution that, yes, the Broncos are two and six. That was with Joe Flacco. They don't even have him anymore. They got this other guy. What's his name? Brandon Allen? Yeah. Never heard of him. Neither. So Browns, they're going to recover from the Patriots game last week in what was an absolute crap show of a game. Mm-hmm. It's just like... Browns, please redeem yourself, please. I do want to take the Broncos in this one because I know. Did I say no? I'm not done. I I I do want to take the Broncos, but I mean I got to lean toward the Browns. Even though Freddie uh, Kitchens is terrible at calling plays, they're just they're playing the Denver team that's throwing a quarterback in who I don't think has played all season. Uh, I think the Browns really want to come back, uh, come into Denver, and um show that last week against the Patriots that. You know, they're mad. They want to get this W. But I don't know, man. This is a Browns. You know, we overhyped them. We overhyped them. Their head coach is not a good coach. Uh, The duo of uh, Javaris Landry, Baker Mayfield, and uh, uh, Odell Beckham isn't working out. Nope. And even though I said after their uh, loss against the Titans in week one that the Browns are going to turn around, they're going to be a contender. But I was wrong. And I'm probably wrong about this one. I'm taking the Browns. I took the Browns, too. This one's probably a given and i i love how we can say this every week patriots or ravens i think the ravens are gonna give the patriots a tough game this is gonna be a low scoring game Ooh, uh, okay uh but do you who do you have i am gonna take the patriots but don't be surprised if the ravens put up a fight i will have the patriots winning by two and a half scores you know lamar 17. jackson is having a good season 1650 passing yards 11 touchdowns and five interceptions his qb rating is 66.2 that's ranked eighth he's a good thrower he's improved since last year uh week one against the dolphins he threw 324 against the uh cardinals in week two he threw 272 against the chiefs he threw 267 Against the uh, Browns, he threw 247. The Steelers, this is his worst outing, 161. Against the Bengals, 236. No, I actually, against the uh, Seahawks, was his worst one, 143 yards. So twice a season, he's uh, thrown uh, in the 100. Uh, he's thrown under 200 yards uh, twice a season. Um, this page that they haven't faced a good offense like this. And you're adding Mark Ingram to the list. Uh, Lamar Jackson, he's getting better at throwing. But then again, they're playing a really good Patriots defense who are shutting down teams. I think uh, Bill Belichick will get pressure on him. Uh, they definitely won't blitz because if you know if you blitz this guy, he's going to see the open holes and get through them. Um, Devin McCourty is going to be intercepting those balls left and right. And like. The Patriots have 19 total interceptions this year. Yes, and he already has five. Yeah, and let's see. And 19 interceptions, eight forced fumbles. Yep. I definitely think... Patriots defenses. 
I definitely it. think uh, both Bill Belichick and his son will find a way to uh, shut down Lamar Jackson and Ravens um, offense. So I'm definitely taking Patriot in this one. But yeah, I'm taking the Patriots too. But like, just listen to like some of these stats for the Patriots defense so far this year. Mm-hmm. So throughout all the games, because I can't find a per game basis in the chart I'm looking at. Yeah. But they've only allowed 103 total first downs. Uh, 15 of 96 mm-hmm. on third down. They've only allowed 1,872 yards. Uh, let's see. Only allowed 682 total rushing yards. Only 1,190 total passing yards. The Patriots have 31 sacks. And for a moving quarterback, that might not be good. No. And... The Patriots have a turnover ratio of plus 17. But yeah, Lamar Jackson definitely improved throwing the ball. He's uh, finished off when he uh, started. He's f- took off where he started last year, but I just think the Patriots, just the defense was able to get to him. Yeah. But Patriots, how, how, do you, how much do you have them winning by? Just out of curiosity. Three points. Three points. It's going to be close. I said 17, so we'll see who's closer. So to wrap it off, we got our Monday night game. Cowboys-Giants. And I'm just going to say this because I was wrong in week two. I am picking the Giants again to upset the Colts. I was wrong the first time. Might as well try again. I'm going with the uh, Cowboys. I don't want to at all. I, I would love for the Giants to win because Giants win. Cowboys would be 4-4. Four and four. Eagles would be 5-4 if the Eagles win. But this is the Giants. I mean, yeah, but you know I know the difference between this week mm-hmm. compared to last time. Danny Dimes. That's true. That's all you got to say, Danny Dimes. But unfortunately, uh, I'm going to throw up saying this. We're taking the Cowboys in this one. I know, I know, but Ezekiel Elliott. Um, Saquon no. Barkley. Huh? I said Saquon Barkley. No, Ezekiel Elliott. You look at the uh, uh, Mari Cooper, Dak Prescott, just a three-headed monster, three-headed force. And uh, fortunately, I'm taking the Cowboys. And I got the Giants. They got Danny Dimes. They got Saquon Barkley, Golden Tate, Darius Slayton, Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram. Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes. I'm, I'm just pulling for an upset here. I remember I, I was so, so confident the last time, so I'm just going to try again. I hope so. Because why not? So that's our show. Yes. Hope you enjoyed. Thank you for listening. John, where can they find you? My Instagram is John O'Halloran15. My Instagram, I just said Instagram twice. That's okay. My <laughs> my Twitter is underbar John underbar O'Halloran, and my YouTube is John O'Halloran. Uh, so if you guys want to watch vlogs, I'm vlogging right now, but not as I speak. So go watch my vlogs, subscribe. He'll have a new one up soon. Yes. And Will, where can they find you? You can find me on both Twitter and Instagram at William Kluski, and you can find the show at TTL Pod. On both Twitter and Instagram as well. And consider rate 
rating, reviewing, and subscribing to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And never forget. You know, we want to bring a title back to D.C. I want to be on Broad Street on a... We want to bring a title back to D.C. Never forget. Congratulations, Bryce Harper, bringing the Nationals to the World Series. And we're out. Bastard. <laughs>